8-Bit Week here at the Lunduke Journal has come to an end. This was the fourth themed week that we've had since we started this beautiful themed week tradition. First we had DOS week, then we had Haiku week, then we had PDA week, and now 8-Bit week. And let me tell you right now, 8-Bit week surpassed all of my expectations. I had an absolute blast all week long. I had fun with the things I was tinkering with, writing about, working on, playing with, and I I almost had more fun reading about and looking at all the stuff that all of you were playing with. The the world of 8-bit computing is so utterly vast and diverse. There's just... the. There's so many different kinds of 8-bit computers that that whole period of time from the late 70s through to that early 90s period where it just it just encapsulated the awesomeness of the 1980s where where every computer was just wildly different. I mean even how you start software was different. The resolutions were different. The color palettes were different. The architectures, the software available, it was it was all wild and it was it was so much fun for me to sit back and look at the pictures and screenshots and and code and video clips and and articles and everything that all of you were posting to the Lunduke Journal community about Ataris and Commodore 64s and Apple IIs and and everything else. It it was a blast. It was a blast. And I'm going to tell you what, there was one thing woefully missing from 8-Bit Week. We, we had so many different types of computers represented, but there was one kind of computer that just really didn't get any sort of real time in our community. No one seemed to focus on it, and that is the Spectrum, the ZX Spectrum. And I'm going to be honest with you, it wasn't missed. <laughs> I don't mean to knock all the ZX Spectrum lovers out there, but the color palette of the ZX Spectrum makes my eyes just want to just want to just spontaneously burst into flames. I just want to bleed out of my eyes. It just the color palette, I dislike it so much. Some people really hate the CGA color palette, and I totally understand why. It's not my favorite either. I mean, let's be honest. It's not. It's just not that great. The magenta, cyan, whatever thing they've got going on in the in the in the CGA color palette. Those four colors. It, it's pretty brutal. But the ZX Spectrum color palette was almost like it was custom designed to just drive people to the brink of insanity while giving them seizures. Like, it's just, it's just brutal. <laughs> so I know a lot of you love it. There's a lot to love about those machines. There really, really is. It, they are truly fascinating rigs, but I did not mind that I didn't have to look a lot, a lot of pictures and screenshots of Spectrum, <laughs> Spectrum games and software running this week. I was a little worried, but whew, well, we we dodged a bullet on that one. But anyway, it's been a, it's been an absolutely fantastic week. Thank you to everyone who has taken part. So far, I've posted up compendium of links of all the different posts that people have made for days one through four. I'm still working on the final couple of days. There's just so much that all of you posted 
to lunduke.locals.com that it's taken me a while to go through all of it, write up a little summary of each one, and, and put a link in. After a while, my hand just starts to get cramps from all the cutting and pasting of URLs and pictures and everything. It, it's a lot. You guys posted a lot of amazing stuff. And so uh, over the next day or so, I will post all the final links so you guys can have all the links to everything that got posted and created by all of you and by me for 8-Bit Week, and you can have it all in one spot. And I'll post that over at Locals, over at lunduke.locals.com. So uh, even if you don't have a, a full like paid account over there, as long as you have an account, you'll be able to go over there and 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 read that. Uh, I'll make sure it's available to everybody. And anyway, this was a this was a, a huge hit. Uh, it was my favorite week themed week so far uh, ob obviously all of the themed weeks have been great i learned something through all of them i had fun with all of them the 8-bit week i don't know if it's if it's that 8-bit computing really struck a chord with people i don't know if it just was perfect timing for folks i don't know if if people are just kind of getting into a groove of about once every month plus we do a themed week like this but whatever happened 8-Bit Week was just a monstrous runaway success. It was it was fantastic. And that's all thanks to all of you. I mean, I've, I can write some articles and make some posts and, and do some comments and some screenshots and whatnot here and there. But it, this is something that, that only really works if the community gets excited about it. And you did. And it was amazing. And so, so thank you. Uh, thank you for making it awesome for me and for everyone else. And we're going to do more of these a whole lot more of these. Uh, now, obviously, doing themed weeks every week just is not doable. I mean, these these sorts of weeks take a little bit of extra time from everybody because you, you want to do a project, like a, a, do a little programming project or a hardware repair or installing an OS on a new system or something. You're going to do something that requires a little extra time in order to really get the most out of the week. And so we've still got to separate them out. So I'm, I'm staggering them about once every five weeks. So a little over a month between each week. That way it gives everyone plenty of time to just be in the normal swing of things. You know, go ahead and listen to podcasts and read articles and, and do your normal stuff. But then every so often we have on the calendar another week where we as a community can all come together and focus on one topic of computing. And so here's the schedule we've got laid out for us. And I, I put this together with the help of all the folks over at lunduke.locals.com. Thank you for, for pitching in ideas and, and helping me get all this figured out. The next one is going to be February 15th. Again, all of these run for seven days. But this one kicks off February 15th, BSD week. And when I say BSD week, I mean... All BSDs, any BSDs, old BSDs, new BSDs, net BSD, open BSD, free BSD, just straight up BSD, any sort of BSD, it's fair game. It doesn't matter if it's supported now or not. It doesn't matter what hardware it's running on. Some form of BSD. I've got a few things in mind for me. Um, I'll be tinkering around with NetBSD a little bit, as well as a few other older things just for fun. But BSD week. 
so people can share their experiences, share tips and tricks, uh, software, operating system reviews, whatever, what have you. And of course, I'll have some historical articles that I'll be posting during that time as well. That's going to be a lot of fun. Now, after that, we're going to just have straight up a good time. The, the next themed week after BSD week is going to kick off on March 29th, run for a week of nothing but Linux games. That's it. That's all. Video games running on Linux. It can be anything. It can be stuff on Steam. It can be closed source. It can be open source. It can be terminal games. Whatever. Games on Linux. Running Linux, playing video games. That's the only requirement. We'll, we'll, we'll set up some fun stuff during that week. Maybe we'll get some uh, multiplayer gaming matches going. Maybe we'll see if we can get a, a, a little game server set up or two just to have some fun. People can post screenshots and lists of their favorite games and whatever. Video games on Linux all week long. That just seems like a nice thing to do. Free form, happy, nerdy, fun. Then... The next one will be May 10th through 17th, Serenity OS week. All week long, we're going to be talking about, looking at, and using Serenity. Now, Serenity is a newer system. It's a newer open source operating system. It's got some, you know, 1990s style flair to the UI and to some of the design in some senses. And it has really been making a lot of waves recently with a lot of the work they've been doing in the web browser front, which has just been patently amazing. But with the amount of progress that this project is experiencing, many people are, are hypothesizing, are predicting, are assuming that Serenity is going to become one of the next big operating systems, at least in at least in the computer hobbyist space. I've heard some people call Serenity the next Linux. I've heard people call Serenity a lot of different things. So let's take a moment and look at it. Now, Serenity is mostly the kind of system that you're going to be running in a virtual machine because, let's be honest, the hardware support for Serenity is garbage right now. <laughs> it's just not great. Um, it, I mean, it just it's just not great at all. I mean, the hardware support for, say, NetBSD and FreeBSD and OpenBSD and Haiku and Linux, great hardware support for all of those operating systems. Realistically, they have broad platform and driver support. Serenity does not because that has not been the focus for the Serenity team. So we're going to be probably running Serenity in virtual machines. Now, I'm not going to stop anyone. If someone wants to load up Serenity on bare metal hardware and report their results, that sounds pretty rad. But what we're going to be focused on, what I'm going to be focused on, is running Serenity as much as I can for a full week. Maybe we'll be able to do some of our daily work in it, do some gaming in it, play around with coding some apps in it, just really experiencing what is it like to use Serenity right now. And we'll, we'll do that in May. So that way, when we're all said and done, all of us will be able to walk away and say, regardless of what the future of Serenity holds, regardless of what news articles may come out prophesizing about the, the, the potential future of a 
dominant Serenity OS operating system, we can confidently speak about how it works, whether we like it or not, uh, with tips and tricks to offer people and advice, we can speak about it knowledgeably. So let's let's learn about it that week. So so that's what we're going to do May May 10th through 17th. And then the next one we've got planned. And this, this is the last one that's on the calendar currently. More will come later on, but this is the last one we've currently got scheduled. June 21st, Plan 9 week. <laughs> the Plan 9 distributed operating system came out of Bell Labs. And it is a unique and interesting OS. It is fascinating, and it has been open source for about, I think, about 10 years now. I want to say around 2010 or so, it, it was open source. I, I could be off on that because I don't have it right in front of me, but uh, something along those lines. It's a truly fascinating, unique, and weird operating system, in my opinion. But with its weirdness, with its fascinating, unique qualities... It's also really cool and really usable, and we're going to spend a week exploring it, exploring the history of it, how it works today, using it, uh, offering each other tips and tricks, helping each other getting it running on under virtual machines or bare metal hardware or whatever, and just really figuring out what exactly makes Plan 9 tick, what makes it special and walking away knowledgeable about it. So there we go. You can see a theme going on here. I mean, aside from Linux Games Week, which is just about having fun, we've got three weeks planned over the next several months, BSD Week, Serenity OS Week, and Plan 9 Week, where not only do we just get to get our nerd on and really enjoy using operating because come on it's fun to install and play around with a new os it just is if you're if you're a computer nerd you like this sort of thing and i i certainly do i i love it i it brings me joy to install an operating system i've never installed before i, I some some may say we're weird for that but it's just the way we're built so we get to enjoy their time of exploring these different systems and hopefully, all of us can walk away being significantly more knowledgeable about all of them. Because when we're all said and done, we will all be able to talk knowledgeably, firsthand, usage, history, and details of the inner workings of BS of various BSDs, Serenity, and Plan 9. That's awesome. That's just truly awesome. So uh, it, make sure you mark your calendars. I, I will remind people as they get closer. These will also be on the calendar over at lunduke.locals.com. There's a little events calendar. I'll add those over there so everyone can, can see what the upcoming events are. And if you do not currently have a lunduke.locals.com account, get one. Go get one. Because... While you will be able to see and read the vast majority of the posts that get made if you have a, a Substack account uh, and you don't have a Locals account because I'll post the links to all of them, you won't be able to really participate in the discussions and post things about it yourself unless you have a lunduke.locals.com account. 
what I recommend, and I recommend this very, very highly, is get a founding member subscription to the Lunduke Journal. There are a couple reasons why you want to do that. You go to go to lunduke.substack.com. At the top hand of the page, there is a little link that says something along the lines of uh, like how to subscribe to the Lunduke Journal. Click on that, and it will tell you how to get a, a, a founding member subscription. It's a year-long subscription, right? Uh, the the total cost is you know about about ten bucks a month, right? Uh, but it's a year-long subscription. It gives you full access to both Substack and to Locals because it, it's a good for both accounts. So it gives you a full year of both places, which means you get all of the articles, all of the videos, all of the podcasts, all of the books, all of the video games, all of the monthly PDFs that come out, all of it, as in addition to getting full access to the locals community, which is which is just an amazing, enjoyable community. And that'll allow you to make your posts when you want to be part of BSD week or plan nine week or Linux gaming week. And you can actually take part and join us in all of those. It also means you can join in the occasional text chat. We, we do text chats every now and then. And we have video hangouts that we do. The next one is coming on January 14th at 12 noon Eastern. And that only that only is available to founding member and lifetime subscribers. And so it, it's just a chance for all of us to get together and and hang out and just have a nerdy chat. And these these are a lot of fun and they're they're all over the place. Every single one we've had has been a different experience. Some of them have been these big group chats with just a just a whole more thumbnails than you can possibly look at of of people just talking about nerdy stuff with each other right i'm i'm there you're there and we're just having a friendly hangout other times just a couple of people show up like seriously it's all over the map it usually depends on when i schedule it like if i schedule it for like the middle of the day in the middle of the week only a few people can usually make it but when i do the saturday midday ones uh usually a big group shows up and and but it's still it's casual right imagine getting together with your nerdy friends and going out for a burger that's what this is like uh, I, I recommend everyone grab a beverage and a snack and we'll just chat for an hour, for two hours and just chat with each other. This isn't recorded. This isn't rebroadcast anywhere. It's not live streamed out for the rest of the people. It's just for us. It's just a chance to hang out and be nerdy with each other. The other event that's coming later in January that, again, you have to be a subscriber for, but this is available to all subscribers, is Mac OS Sucks. This is very much the Mac version of Linux sucks. Originally, this was scheduled to happen this last November. I got wicked crazy sick. Uh, I mean, I was I was down. I was sick as a dog. And so we had to reschedule it. But as November was was moving on, then we hit Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Christmas and New Year's. And we just couldn't find a good weekend to do Mac OS sucks, not one that most people could attend. And since I wanted this to be a live stream, uh, sort of like how we did Linux sucks 2022, for those of you who were there for that, it's a live event where I'm going to be performing it live 
you know, with my slide deck and video camera and everything, and you get to watch it live as it's recorded, and then the recorded version is then is then put up for for watching later for everyone on Substack and locals. And since we wanted to do it live, we wanted everyone to be there. So we, we waited until January, and now it's officially scheduled January 28th, that's a Saturday, at 12 noon Eastern. I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing Mac OS Sucks. I'm really looking forward to this. This this slide deck for this has been done for so long now. Uh, it's, I, you know, I, I come up with <laughs> some jokes for all of these shows, right? Like little jokes I really want to tell. Little anecdotes I really want to, I really want to share with people that I think people are going to get a kick out of. And I make sure I make a little note, like remember to, to tell these jokes, remember to tell these anecdotes. And I did that for Mac OS Sucks, like all my other shows. But then I didn't I didn't get the chance to perform Mac OS Sucks because I got sick and then the holidays came. So I've been sitting on these jokes and these anecdotes for months now, and I haven't been able to tell them because I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it. I don't wanna use the joke too early. So I, I, I need I need to do Mac OS Sucks soon. Otherwise I'm going to I'm gonna lose it and I'm gonna accidentally spill the beans and start telling these stories and these jokes before I do the actual show. So January twenty eighth, that's just a couple weeks from now. Saturday at noon Eastern time. Uh, if you can't make the live stream, that's okay. It will be available recorded. But again, you have to be a full subscriber to the Lunduk Journal, either on Locals or on Substack. Both ways work the same. Both ways give you all the videos and all, all the goodies and all the exclusive articles. Either way. If you're a founding member, you can choose which site you want to you wanna watch it on. Um, I will be sending out the links to all subscribers uh, before uh, before the show goes live, so you can have a, a live stream link. We'll also have a live chat, so everyone can chat during it, and it uh, should be a ton of fun. All right, so again, if you don't currently have your subscription, go get it! Because you just there's so much stuff happening this week and then in the in the months to follow. There are more things coming, but that is too much to talk about right now. Uh, Obviously, there are, if you follow me, you know that in the first part of of every year, there's a show I do. Uh, I typically do it, you know, sometime in the late winter to early spring. That one is going to get scheduled as well. Uh, It it is happening again this year. There will be another Linux sucks this year, and it will be happening. But uh, I'm not going to be talking about that right now. Uh, but it is going to be happening. <clears throat> Let's just say it's not going to be happening in January or March. So uh, if you can read between the lines on that one, uh, you'll you'll probably be able to figure that one out. Um, again, thank you to everyone who took part in Eight Bit Week. This was so much fun. I couldn't do this without you. I, I, we wouldn't have these great themed weeks without you, and we wouldn't have the Lunduke Journal without you. Without you, without your support, uh, without all of you, this is not possible. I've talked about it a little bit recently because it's it's just so fundamental to the work that I'm doing. I don't take any advertising from any company. No, no company sends me a single penny. Not a, not a penny, not a dime, not a nickel. 
No company gives me sponsorship. I don't run Google AdSense or any sort of advertising network. None of that stuff. It is purely based on subscriptions from people like you. And because of that, we're able to do such a wide number of of different articles. Uh, It's just a huge number of different articles. I mean, it's it's insane that what I can do. Hold on. I'm going to bring up a list here because it's it's kind of bonkers. So the Firefox money article investigating the bizarre finances of Mozilla. I've talked about that one a bit. If you haven't read it, I I highly recommend reading it. Uh, We've got it. We've got an article on which tech companies the CIA invests in. We've got a full breakdown of actual Linux desktop user share and exactly how many people use the Linux desktops. And then there's then there's detailed, really detailed historical tales of the Commodore SX64, which is a, the first color portable computer, which has a kind of a bonus story in it of the story of a very real prototype by Commodore portable Amiga based on the same case. And we've got pictures and details of all that. The story of the first 8-bit CPU and how, I mean, it, it was from Intel, but Intel didn't design it. It's, it's, it's absolutely wild. Also, it wasn't the first 8-bit CPU. <laughs> crazy and so i get to do all of these different articles things that you know things that tell pieces of history that maybe some people don't want talked about or that tell pieces of modern computing of finances of of corporate and government uh governments working together in ways that people don't really want to be talked about i get to do that because all of you support what i do right? You let me speak truth to tech power. And then along the same lines, at the same time, I get to write little satirical articles that are just really, really goofy, (laughs) right? Because we should have fun at the same time. So thank you. Thank you to everyone for making it possible. To all of you who are about to go sign up and subscribe, thank you as well. You are amazing. I couldn't do this without you. There's, uh, in addition to all of the subscriber exclusive articles that you're seeing coming out on a on an almost every other day basis now that's going to be keeping up i've got some really big articles in the pipeline but so if you want those you got to be this full subscriber but also we're going to start doing more exclusive podcasts as well some of the podcasts are going to remain free for everybody because i want to be able to provide as much free for the world as i can But some of them are going to be just exclusives for all of the subscribers, including the next one that we're going to be talking about uh, here. Uh, It's going to go out the same day as this same podcast I'm recording right now, where we're going to talk a little more in-depth on the war on physical media, the war on physical digital media. And I I wrote an article about that uh, called No Backup. And uh, if you haven't read that one, go read it. It's it, I find the whole topic highly interesting about about how we went from being a a computer society that had floppy disks and cassette tapes, and we we as a culture routinely made copies of everything, physical copies, and we've now gotten to a point where it is almost impossible to purchase something on physical media. 
It, it is amazing how we got here and the, and the companies and the approaches and, and the motivations that got us here. It, it is a fascinating story. And I kind of want to go into a little more in depth on that. And so that, that is an exclusive podcast. So again, grab those subscriptions, bang, bang. And <laughs> I don't know what the bang, bang is. And come hang out with us over at lunduk.locals.com. And that's all there is to that. All right, everybody. End podcast. I have to click the button to end the podcast, though. You know, if you declare into the void, end podcast, but you don't actually end the podcast, it's less dramatic (laughs) that way. Okay, I mean it this time, end podcast.